Please be seated for our Bible readings. The first reading is from 2 Corinthians 8, beginning to read at verse 8. It can be found on page 195 in the New Testament section of the Church Bible. In this reading, the Apostle Paul speaks of what it means to be a generous giver, following the example of God's loving gift to us in Jesus Christ. I do not say this as a command, but I am testing the genuineness of your love against the earnestness of others. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. And in this matter I am giving my advice. It is appropriate for you who began last year not only to do something, but even to desire to do something, now finish doing it, so that your eagerness may be matched by completing it according to your means. For if the eagerness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has not according to what one does not have. I do not mean that there should be relief for others and pressure on you, but it is a question of a fair balance between your present abundance and their need, so that their abundance may be for your need, in order that there may be a fair balance. As it is written, the one who had much did not have too much, and the one who had little did not have too little. And the second reading is taken from Mark chapter 12, beginning at verse 41, and can be found on page 53. In this reading, Jesus speaks of the nature of sacrificial kingdom giving. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Scott. Well, good morning. This is a very tall pulpit. This is perfect for you, Mark. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, good morning. Hey, good to be here again. Can't believe it's a year since we were here. Um, yeah, we still push on. We're still going for it. The widow's, the widow's might. Always inspired by that. Always touched by that picture of there being so much going on, such a busy scene. And yet Jesus is aware of a widow giving, not just giving a little bit, but giving so much. Somebody who would have lost so much already. Being a widow in them days, it's not easy now. Back then, Jesus is aware here that somebody's willing to give out 
of her poverty. It shows her trust. Maybe it shows a little bit more about where she's been. Maybe it's just where she's at at that point in time in that, what is life about? I'm happy to give this. Uh, the reading from 2 Corinthians um, in the, the original RSV, it speaks of a readiness here. It speaks of an eagerness. It speaks of a, a wanting, a place of whereby you just want to be ready. You want to be able to, to do what you can do. And at Grace Trust, there is the one strict guideline, the one thing that we have that is our, our governor. It's our, our measuring thing, and it is grace. It's as simple as that. The clue is in the name. Without it, then where would we be? We would just be somebody, an organization that can do something. But it's much, much more, isn't it? It's much, much more. And, and Paul speaks in verse 9 of us knowing grace. And when we know grace in our lives, it is a completely different datum to work from. Because our confidence, in a way, can be put in him. But without that confidence, with us being confident in ourselves, well, grace kind of just tempers that a little bit, doesn't it? And it helps us in being able to see, especially the variety of people that we at Grace Trust are able to see who are in need. Very few people come to Grace Trust for fun. They come because they need something. And what do we do? It's very simple, we help. We help in whatever way we can. We need to be able to listen to that. We need to be able to have a, a, and it takes time, you know, to be able to get to know people, to see that, you know what, we could help them in that area they don't even realize. Um, and, it, and to do that, it's a matter of being able to accept and to be able to receive and to see and point out the good side in them. Above the language, above the expletives, above their prejudices, being able to say, you know what, He's pretty rough, but he's got code. He's got code, and we could trust him. He'd have your back. And I tell you, there's so much variety of people that we're seeing, and we're seeing so much more, many layers. I talk about Jersey being very layered, but those layers are getting bigger. And we're in, if it's like a cake, we're seeing people all the way through that cake who are doing everything they can to try and make ends meet. But for some reason, at this point in this month, they just can't quite do it. And where is Lewis Street? How do I get there? Where's Cheapside? You know, and, and these are all things we say, we explain to people of how to get to us. But when they get to us, a lot of them will say, what do we need to bring? Do I need to bring anything? And it's, no, just, just bring yourself. And we'll, you know, just bring yourself. Knock on the window, that's the referral. You know, and we can, we can help with whatever we can. And we've been blessed. We have a lot of laughs. We cry. We pray spontaneously at times, in times of desperation, mostly when we've made a mistake. <laughs> mostly when something's not quite right. But we are very aware that what an amazing arm we can be for God's church in Jersey. Our confidence has to be in that grace and our readiness is needed 
When we are ready, man, look out, because he is continually ready. He is ready to take us in our poverty, in them places, the areas where we find difficult to be able to extend his grace to others. And the great thing I love about this is that he is a God of the new beginnings. And we are part of that as well. And it's a good job, isn't it? As we pray, we say, we've done wrong. We have sinned in thought and deed. We've just confessed it. Yeah? We acknowledge it. But that was then. This is now. And this God of the new beginning says to us each and every day that this is the day. You can make a difference. I have to believe every day driving into work that I can make a difference to somebody's life. And that's simply because of the grace that I have experienced from him who gave his all who plunged into poverty itself who all for love's sake became poor himself it's clicking and banging is that me try to move it down a bit is that okay okay his grace was given to us out of his poverty His grace is enough for us to be able to come into here today. It is what we have. It is all that we have at times. And very often it's very easy to forget that really today we are here because he first loved us. Sometimes we can get overawed and we can get entwined in whatever our office may be. And sometimes people can ignore the, the human element and just say, well, they're this, they should be doing that. And not understand that we're dealing with a person, we're dealing with somebody here who is loved by God, who is under the same grace. It's very, very easy to allow roles and position to obscure things at times. And a really important part of us at Grace Trust is to be able to be willing to get down there with them. Me and Jerry, me and Jerry say, get down and get dirty. Let's be willing to be able to do this with them. Let's be a friend to them first. The rest will follow. The rest will follow. I'd like you to picture an amazing scene. Can you imagine somebody walking into a high security prison saying to the guards I'm going to go in there and I'm going to open the doors and I'm going to talk to everyone individually he walks past the guards and he begins at cell number one and he opens the door and he said the door is open for you you're free to go but there's just one thing I'd like to say I want you to forgive yourself And I want you to forgive others. And I don't want you to take any vengeance. And I want you to try everything that you can to try and turn things around. And I want you to know that I'm going to be with you always. The door is open. You're free to go. And he moves on to the next cell. And he repeats that message. That, in a sense, 
is the gospel message that has gone out for the last 2,000 years. But for those who have never visited a high security prison or have never been locked in one, you still have the prison of wondering where your purpose is in life. You still have the prison of being used. You still have the prison of not being able to find out exactly who you are in your own skin. You still have the prison of being voiceless, of being downtrodden, of being taken for granted. You can even have the prison of wondering why you are alive. In that prison, Jesus comes in and he sits with you and he says, I want you to forgive yourself. I want you to forgive others. I don't want you to take vengeance. The door is open. I want you to know that I am with you always. What an amazing, amazing message. What an amazing savior he is. Because that is what it is about. Would you agree? These prisons come in many, many forms. They come in many ways. Some people can hide them. Some people can obscure them. Some people can dilute them through drink or through drug, through women, through men, through not getting overly involved with anybody and just drifting through life without actually ever having experienced love or being loved. And thankfully, this gospel message is still alive today and it can create a new beginning. Jesus said in Matthew 25, 40, that if you do it to them, you've basically done it to me. And I love that. That is wonderful, isn't it? That in all of our inadequacies, all of our unprofessionalism, all of our inabilities, we know when we're doing something right. And there's nothing more touching than being able to, to see somebody, be able to just, you know, you think, ah, oh, isn't that great? What she did there was just amazing. Yeah. There are so many stories that we have. There are things that you can't always share. You don't want to share to the world. Not everybody wants their problems shared. A lot of our issues are, a lot of our issues within church is that we don't want to fuss. I just want to be healed. I just want, I don't want everybody to know. Sometimes we just need that one or two, just know those people who you can really truly confide in. And the grace that we know can take us directly to him. It takes us past the guards. It takes us to the cell door. And that door is open and access is there for us. So in our readiness, in our readiness to be able to serve him at Grace Trust, please pray for us. Some days are just mad. Some days it can be very quiet. Some days you just don't know what's coming through that door. <laughs> but I tell you what, we always say that as a Christian, it's the best job to have in Jersey. And it really is. 
because of the people that we meet and the needs that are out in our own communities. And there is no great skill level to it. There's simply a, a, a matter of being able to forget about ourselves, to get over ourselves, and to be able to be there, to be ready, to be eager, to extend this wonderful grace that he has shown us. Thank you so much for your support over the years, St. Juan. Thank you for all that you do through your prayers, through your giving over the years to us. It's so appreciated. Don't just think it's another thing that you're committed to. This means so much to so many people. To people who are desperate, to people who have sat on our chair, Many people have sat on, and when they break down in front of you over something that you think, this is so easy to put right, that takes a lot of doing. It takes a lot for people to really open up and to express where they're at. So thank you for being able to provide a place of grace in a world that's really starting to struggle and search for an answer. So thank you.